Welcome listeners and fellow addicts. My name is Meredith and this is the Diary of a Young Addict podcast. I know I haven't posted an episode in a while and life just kind of caught up to me with moving back to school and just being around with all my friends and everything and taking vacations and everything like that. I wish I could promise that this would be consistent and I'd be posting consistent episodes, but I really don't know what that's going to look like. It really all depends on what my semester looks like for school. So I've never really stated the purpose of this podcast, and essentially, I really just want to educate. And so I want to clarify that like when I bring up the 12-step program I work, I am not promoting it in any way. I'm really just educating about it and letting y'all know what worked for me. And so with that being said, today I wanted to talk about powerlessness and unmanageability. If you do work a 12-step program, the first step is going to be We were powerless over our addiction and our lives had become unmanageable. I say addiction because that's what our first step is in NA, but depending on what program you work, it could be a different word, like we were powerless over alcoholism and stuff like that. So admitting I was powerless over my addiction was the catalyst to my recovery, but also like that was probably the hardest thing I did. And it's not like this was a one and done thing. Like I have to surrender to my addiction very often. I mean, I even have to admit that I'm powerless over other people. And that's like a very often occurrence even in my daily life. I just kind of wanted today to show y'all, talk about some ways that I saw powerlessness and unmanageability in my life looking back on my addiction. So first thing would probably be the most obvious form of powerlessness, and that was that like I couldn't stop getting high. I could not function without being high every single minute of the day. Obviously at that point, it's kind of clear that I was powerless over my addiction. So to my understanding, the four things that make up addiction are obsession, compulsion, denial, and self-centeredness. And all four of those things were very active then, and they are very active now, even with nearly four years clean. So like along the lines of what I was saying about the example of me being powerless over my addiction was that like I couldn't stop, right? I had ruined so many relationships because I put using drugs over those relationships and friendships. And on top of that, like, I was stealing and lying to these people just to get high. One of the most influential people in my life, and it's funny because she has no idea because we don't talk anymore, but we were really good friends and she had given me an ultimatum and it was Meredith, like, you need to stop using drugs and you need to stop hanging around all these negative influences or else I can't be friends with you and I was like okay I'm gonna stop like and in my head I really wanted to stop I really wanted to be her friend I knew that she was gonna go far places in life and I still think she is um she had such great character and like I still look up to her but of course we're not on speaking terms because 
I screwed her over and I said I was gonna do one thing and I did the other. And it's weird because this happened in like seventh grade, but it's still something I think about. Hopefully down the road, I'll get to make amends to this girl and try and just apologize essentially. But that probably won't happen for a while because I'm still working through some stuff and that is a-okay. The other big thing that I mentioned in that step one, along with powerlessness, was unmanageability. So the definition of unmanageability is difficult or impossible to manage or control. So basically, lacking power, lacking control. Very similar to powerlessness. So basically how I think about it is like, I was powerless over my addiction and that's what caused all this unmanageability in my life, such as losing friendships. So the losing friendships, the getting arrested, the getting expelled, all of those things are outward unmanageability. There's also something called inward unmanageability. And this is the unmanageability that people can't see, such as our toxic thoughts, like thinking we're worthless, thinking the world revolves around us, um, that it's someone else's job to take care of me. So what was the unmanageability that you couldn't see back in my addiction? Looking back, the toxic thoughts that were going on in my head were like, no one loves me. I'm not good enough. I don't fit in. And it's kind of a connection that I literally just now realized. But the inner unmanageability, like all those bad thoughts in my head, those are kind of what made me want to use. And I'm not going to say that those caused my using or my using caused those thoughts. I'd honestly might be both. Because I believe of something called the cycle. And the cycle is that I use. And then I get caught and I feel shameful. Um, I've lost my clean date, so then I use again to cover up those feelings. And then once again, I go through the shame, I go through the guilt, and then I use again to cover it up. So when I broke that cycle, I got rid of a lot of those thoughts, but I'm not going to say I got rid of all of them. Told y'all I'd be vulnerable with you on this podcast. And let me tell you, I have been struggling so hard lately with my body image. And I would definitely call it an addictive behavior because I'm obsessing over it. In my head, the inner unmanageability is that the better my body looks, the more respect I'm going to get. The more people will like me. And I've struggled with this for a long time. My mom was a bodybuilder and so she's always pushed her beliefs onto me. Probably not meaning to, but like always giving me sugar-free stuff, fat-free stuff, and it's just really caused a toxic relationship with my body. And that's where, like, I see my addictive behaviors and inner unmanageability today. I used to work out three times a day, only eat salads, and those are my old behaviors. Now, it's like I'm justifying it by eating what I want but wearing a waist trainer when I'm home. And I just say all this to show y'all that addiction is still real, even when you take the drugs away. So, I mean, 
we kind of know that recovery is a lifelong process and we don't try to look at it that way because um, lifelong is a long time. So we look at it as like just for today. So like just for today I'm not going to use, just for today I'm going to do my step work, just for today I'm going to go to a meeting. But thank God that recovery is lifelong because as you can see by like what I just said, I've got a lot of stuff to work through. So I wanted to circle back to the powerless over my addiction. And like I said, one of the things that makes up addiction is self-centeredness. So I want to go into powerlessness over my self-centeredness. So one of the ways that my self-centeredness shows is like when I'm making plans with friends, I always want to make sure I get to do what I want to do. Like if I don't want to do it at all, I'm just not going to go. And that is very self-centered. I also show I'm self-centered because when I have conversations with people, I always have to say what I want to say at some point in that conversation. I can't just leave things out. Like, I have to get them out. I'm self-centered because when I'm going through it and no one asks me how I am, I get mad. Now, I'm not going to say I think the world revolves around me or anything like that, but at least I'm aware that I have self-centered thoughts and a little bit of actions. At the same time though, self-centeredness isn't always a bad thing. Like sometimes it's good to be selfish. Like I would say at the beginning of your recovery, like for me, I had to cut off people that used. And yes, that was selfish of me, but I had to be selfish in the beginning because if I didn't, I would not be putting myself first and I would not have boundaries. And if I didn't cut off those people who used, I would not be clean today. And then we'll get into powerlessness over my addiction when the aspect of my addiction is obsession. Now, I'm a little bit introspective, and lately I've been seeing myself becoming obsessed when I have a new love interest, and I would kind of say I do that because I'm so picky on who I date and stuff, and so when I find someone that matches everything and checks all my boxes, I go crazy, and I swear, like, I have to pull myself back. Like, to them, I probably don't come off obsessive, but that's because I'm purposely holding back. Like, when I get a new love interest, I literally want to just hang out with them every day. And there we go again. Addictive behaviors. So yes, just to kind of bring it all together, um, I act out on my addiction a lot, and because I am powerless over it, and with addiction, my life is unmanageable, even when I'm not using. And so I have to stay alert and work on those things. Once again, like always, if y'all have any questions or comments or concerns, email me at thediaryofayoungaddict at gmail.com. Um, I hope y'all have a great day and be the best version of yourself you can be.